This is Coast to Coast with Robert Ambrogi and Jay Craig Williams, America's top web bloggers in the legal profession. And yes, they are attorneys, both of them. One from California, one from Massachusetts. You can only guess what will happen next. Coast to Coast is sponsored by Law.com, right here on the Legal Talk Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Legal Talk Network. You're listening to Coast to Coast, the top-rated legal radio show on the Internet. I'm Craig Williams in Southern California, today in Northern California, just having finished up the arguments on the Apple versus O'Grady case. Bob? And this is Bob Ambrogi, who will usually be coming from Massachusetts, but today I am uh, at ABA Tech Show in Chicago, standing on the banks of the Chicago River, uh, watching the boats go by on a beautiful day in Chicago. Well, and Bob, you write a blog, don't you? I do write a blog. I write a blog called Law Sites, uh, available at LegalLine.com, and I also write another blog called Media Law. And I write a blog called May It Please the Court. Bob, why don't you tell us where you are and what you're doing? Well, as I say, I'm at uh, ABA Tech Show, which is uh, one of the premier legal technology conferences in the country. Uh, it is uh, at in Chicago at the Sheraton Towers Hotel here, and uh, it is uh, three or four days of uh, great programs, uh, wonderful exhibit hall. Uh, I'm here, I'm, I'm speaking at a couple of programs, uh, and we're also going to have uh, some guests on the program who are here, joining us here with us, or, or uh, at least on their way in from the airport with us uh, at uh, Chicago. Well, since the ABA Tech Show is the place to be, but any, many of us can't be there, Coast to Coast is bringing the tech show to you. We're focusing on what's new in legal technology today. That's right, and uh, to join us in doing that uh, are a couple of uh, people who are well qualified to tell us what's going on. Our first guest today is somebody who's played a, a major role in helping to organize the 2006 ABA Tech Show. Uh, Tom Mile is a member of the Tech Show Planning Board. He's also senior counsel at the uh, Litigation Technology Support Coordinator at Cowles and Thompson in Dallas. And, of course, people know Tom well for his blog, Interalia, and uh, I think Tom has also just entered the the plotosphere, is that what they call it, for having a podcast. Welcome to the show, Tom. Thanks, Bob. Good to be here. Thanks, Craig. Well, our other guest today is David Snow. David is Law.com's editor for Legal Technology. He is Law.com's section manager and the editor of the Legal Technology Bulletin online newsletter. Welcome, David. Hi there. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. So, Tom, I, I, you and I are both here in the same building somewhere, but I have yet to see you, uh, and I assume you've been here for a couple of days. Uh, what's the buzz here? What are, you, what are you seeing? What's interesting this year at Tech Show? Well, we've got uh, it's, it's a lot of interesting things going on this year, Bob. We've got seven tracks uh, for two and a half days. We just got through today with uh, 28 sessions uh, all in a row, uh, lots and lots of good legal education. Like you said, Bob, we are one of the premier legal technology conferences. We like to call ourselves the, the conference that is by lawyers for lawyers, Lawyers Planet with other lawyers in mind. Uh, one of the, the, as always in the past couple of years, the hot topic is electronic discovery. Our electronic discovery track today got uh, a lot of attention, uh, lots of people wanting to know uh, how to deal with electronic discovery. Discovery, including lots of solo and small firm lawyers who had not uh, had a chance to get in on the electronic discovery game or are learning more about it. 
Well, I know I walked around the exhibit hall quickly when I got in this afternoon, and, and uh, probably 50% of the exhibitors there are electronic discovery vendors of, of some sort or another. I think you'll find that that's the truth. We there are a lot of electronic discovery vendors. There are and many who are coming into the into that space trying to offer different types of products. There are a number of companies that specialize in working with large firms, but then there are an equal number who are also working with smaller firms and and offering sort of niche type uh, specialty offerings in the electronic discovery space that that they are definitely the hot topic here at Tech Show. Well, David, we wanted to find out from you what you thought about both software and uh, hardware. Do you think there's a wireless product out there you think every lawyer needs to have? Uh, I should explain that I'm actually stuck in a cab on the way to the show, and it's hard to hear you. We have all the windows shut here, and it's quite warm, but uh, not ideal conditions. Uh, So the software that every lawyer needs... Well, you know, increasingly that's that's electronic discovery related, as you were just talking about. Um, uh, probably litigation support uh, types of software, such as eDiscovery. Then there's also uh, practice management software. And, of course, everyone needs to deal with email in different ways. Um, hardware, uh, why not just get a, a new Trio uh, or BlackBerry? But uh, it seems like BlackBerry is eroding a little bit in the market. Uh, as it's trying to catch up with the idea of making their products work with other products instead of being all proprietary as they have been. Um, so, you know, I'll be interested to get to the show and see what, what all is happening. There's a few products I have my eye on just to have a look at. Um, they're new things. Give us a preview of the products you're going to be looking for. Well, uh, I'll be looking for... Uh, there's a new uh, device, uh, well, actually software also, uh, a package called Waypoint Data, Con- Data Converter from Case Logistics. Uh, it allows users to convert a wide variety of file formats to or from popular litigation support software. And there, it's, it came out uh, last month, and they're touting it as uh, something that's really going to uh, make lawyers' jobs easier. You know, when they want to put something into summation or take it out of summation or whatever, concordance, uh, it's supposed to be pretty seamless, but I haven't, I've yet to see it, so I don't really know. Tom, I wonder if you could, if we could just stick with this topic of electronic discovery for a minute. I'm wondering if, uh, you know, as we say, with, with all these vendors here and with vendors appealing to different size firms, uh, and I imagine even different size, different types of cases, uh, uh, what are you seeing anything New in terms of what the e-discovery vendors are offering or uh, how they're approaching this issue. Well, I, yes and no. What, what I've seen, and I'll, and I'll be honest with you, Bob, I, I am not the, the electronic discovery person, but what I've seen in, in terms of the services is uh, individual. There are. I think what you're seeing actually is even though you're seeing a lot more vendors, you're also seeing a little bit more consolidation where you're having some firms becoming more of the go-to everything, full service, we can do everything for you. But some of the niche ones that I find interesting are the ones that, that deal specifically with, for example, just looking at native documents and, and finding Word documents and email files and everything and, and, and getting them in their native format so that you can view those and, and view all of the metadata and all the information that's contained in those in a in a very organized and, 
and, uh, and efficient way to look at those. Those are some of the things that are exciting me the most, although I'll tell you, I don't do as much e-discovery as some other, other lawyers here. Well, Tom, uh, let's switch over to products or uh, hardware. What do you think, uh, have you, as you've walked around, have you seen any new gadgets of interest to people? haven't seen gadgets, but let me, I want to talk, actually, I did walk around this, uh, during lunchtime, and there are two software products that kind of caught me, because in my role as litigation technology support at my firm, I do a lot of uh, trial work, and I do a lot of helping people get ready for trial. And there are two software products uh, that are just getting ready to come out with new versions that I think are particularly exciting. I uh, do a lot of work with CaseMap. CaseMap is made by the CaseSoft, uh, CaseSoft.com, and they're coming out with CaseSoft or CaseMap 6 uh, in the next month or so, I think. Uh, one of the nice things about that, you can load your evidence in there in PDF format, and their new version will automatically bait stamp all the documents. So if you have a small case, you're not going to send it out. You can convert them to PDF, and when you load them into case map, they will automatically convert to, uh, they will automatically add Bates numbers to that and then add those Bates numbers to your document index. Really tremendously helpful. Uh, the other product that I use quite a bit when I'm in trial is Sanction. Uh, there's a couple of, of trial presentation products out there. Sanction's one of them. I like it a lot. They're getting ready to come out with a new product in the next couple of months that uh, that that really helps with what uh, I call the dual monitor problem. I'm working on the computer, working to get some of the of the uh, video or documents up on the screen. I don't want the jury or the judge to be able to see what I'm working on. So the sanction is helping out with that, so that I can work efficiently on my screen and get stuff ready while the jury is watching a deposition or looking at a document, and it's and it's practically seamless. So those are the two products that I've seen that are coming out that are new. Um, another product that I'm not as familiar with, Amicus, uh, does tr fantastic case management stuff. They're getting ready to come out with a new product that uh, was getting lots and lots of buzz in the, on the vendor floor today. Tom, I wonder, uh, while we're waiting for David to come back in, uh, obviously we are sitting here recording a podcast. You've just launched a podcast uh, have you? Uh, is there been any talk about the role of blogs and podcasts in legal technology? Are these are these kind of uh, something people are doing for fun as a sideline, or do they play any real role in uh, in the practice of law? Well, it's almost like I gave you that question, Bob. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, as a matter of fact, we actually have two sessions here at Tech Show on those two very issues, and, and I'm fortunate to be presenting on on both of those. Tomorrow, uh, Jim Calloway and I, Jim is with the Oklahoma Bar Association, are, are going to uh, give a presentation on how to market your practice with a weblog, and we, we do talk about just that, about how easy it is, and, and I know that the two of you are, are no strangers to this, how easy it is and, and, and profitable it can be to uh, have a weblog on your particular area of practice, and we're going to go through some of the basics for people who've never done a weblog and maybe get into some other more advanced issues for people who are looking to take their weblog to the next level. The next uh, the next day we're doing a, a session on podcasting for lawyers, which uh, is is uh, going to be sort of a beginner because of, of the lawyers that I've talked to here so far, very few of them are listening to podcasts, know what they are, have them on their radar. But uh, as we've been talking the past couple of weeks about 
about uh, your podcast. Uh, you know, Evan Schaefer has a legal podcast. There are a number of other podcasts in the legal field, um, and and we're talking about whether or not you know making uh, available your oral arguments or the trials that you do, audios of that on on the web would market your uh, ability and experience as a trial or appellate lawyer. Um, well, so, of course, you saw the guy who's podcasting the Internal Revenue Code, right? That's right. That's right. That's that's <laughs> going to be very <laughs> interesting to listen to. Hey, what about beyond uh, the sort of marketing impact of, of blogs? Are, are, is there any talk at a tech show about blogs taking on uh, a role in uh, you know other aspects of law practice? Well, not not really, because I, I think what we're one of the one of the reasons why we're having a session on this is that this is sort of our uh, we we try to have one or two sessions every every year at Tech Show on marketing, and that's kind of where the, what this is falling into because web blogs make such a good communications tool uh, that they they are good for marketing. But 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 I think I, I will say though that that when we talk about marketing, that leads to a bunch of different other things. We we ask who is your target audience is your target audience your clients or your prospective clients but it's also going to be lawyers in your same practice field it's going to be lawyers not in your practice field who might want to refer business to you so it's it it the, the weblog can serve a whole bunch of different purposes uh, it, whether it's going to all lead to business or just lead to better professional relationships in your in your field uh, i think they they both have that potential I'm not sure whether we have David on the line. Hi, I'm back. Ah, David, you're back. David, one of the questions I asked you earlier before we lost you was about Microsoft.net. Can you tell us a little bit about that program and how you use it? Well, I'm back, but unimproved. I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? Sure. Do you uh, do you use Microsoft.net? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Microsoft.net is... Uh, is starting to roll out um, on uh, with a lot of applications in the legal tech sector now. Uh, for example, uh, Thompson Elite's got its new practice management and accounting software 3E out now, and you know, uh, .NET is a is a web-based platform that allows you to do a lot of collaboration and and uh, uh, customize your your applications and connect them to each other. And it's you know it's a great thing. It's going to be uh, uh, an advancement for a lot of different programs that lawyers use, but there's often a uh, conversion process involved when you're actually switching platforms rather than just switching programs. And law firms are concerned about how they're going to do that. You know, uh, we recently wrote about Thompson Leap. Uh, a lot of Tom Legal Technology, we had an article about their attempt to convert, you know, how are they going to conversion path they're going to provide for law firms, and a number of law firms I spoke to were quite concerned. You know, Thompson wasn't really saying, and law firms' first questions are, how much time and how much money is this going to cost us? Tom, is that, is that a program that you're using? It is. It is not a program. No, our, our as far as our firm is concerned, we are uh, an insurance defense shop, which uh, roughly translates to we go to trial more often than we have to deal with technology. Uh, and uh, we are. I, I would like to think that we are more advanced than a lot of the different firms, but uh, we're not using .NET in in that type of way right now. Tom, I wonder uh, if you have any thoughts on, uh, you know, the, the kind of the next frontier in legal technology. I mean, we're here at ABA Tech Show, which is, 
really a, a launching pad for, a, has been a launching pad for a lot of products over the last 20 years. Uh, what's, what's the next frontier in this area? Well, I want to, and, and I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that. One of the uh, tracks that we had today that uh, was, was a, a, a very interesting track was on e-lawyering, and it was on how basic services that lawyers provide to their clients right now, just in a traditional setting, can be brought online, and how technology can be leveraged in order to uh, to, to bring legal services to everybody. So sort of an equal access to justice type idea. And that was a very big topic today was, was how to use technology in such a way that individuals who can't afford a lawyer can either get the legal services they need or interact more uh, efficiently with lawyers online using, using technologies. The other thing that we're not seeing a lot of at Tech Show, but something that I've been noticing kind of in the, in the Internet and the online world is this explosion of what I will call Web 2.0 technology. And that's kind of the, the buzzword that's being used for technology, to me, that allows others to collaborate more easily. If you've been to Rightly.com, which was recently purchased by Google, um, it is amazingly easy to collaborate with multiple authors on on a document that can then be saved to a Word file or a PDF file or just in regular HTML. They're creating spreadsheets like this. They're creating all sorts of online areas where you can collaborate with each other. And I, and I think that uh, as Web 2.0 develops, I think you're also going to see what has been jokingly referred to in, in the blog world as Law 2.0 and, and a new way of lawyers interacting with each other and collaborating with each other and their clients by these new technologies. Well, it's time for a very short break right now. When we return, we'll look into the future of legal IT. We'll get some final thoughts from Tom and from David. Coast to Coast comes back in just one minute. Coast to Coast is produced by the Legal Talk Network and a staff of broadcast professionals. If you have an idea for a topic or a show, we want to hear from you. Go to LegalTalkNetwork.com and send us an email. If you found us in the podcast library of iTunes, thanks for listening. Check out some of our other shows at LegalTalkNetwork.com and become a member. It's free. We invite you to visit Law.com for timely legal news and in-depth resources. From daily headlines to practice-specific updates, Law.com provides up-to-date information to those working in the legal profession. As part of its coverage, Law.com is proud that J. Craig Williams' blog, May It Please the Court, and Robert Ambrogi's blog, Law Sites, are part of its blog network. Don't wait any longer. Visit Law.com today and get free subscriptions of our Newswire newsletter with the top legal stories of the day. Or sign up for a free trial subscription to one of our Practice Center sections. A video settlement documentary can be the most powerful and persuasive way to bring about a speedy settlement in your client's case. The Boston Media Group has a staff of television professionals with 20 years' experience writing and producing compelling stories just like the ones you've seen on 60 Minutes or Dateline. We put a human face on the lawsuit with compelling interviews, dramatizations, and visual presentations of the fact. Think of it as a video opening argument that will compel the attorneys on the other side to settle. 
Call us for a consult at 800-317-5221. That's 800-317-5221. Or check out our website at bostonmediagroup.com. Welcome back to Coast to Coast. Uh, This is Bob Ambrogi, usually from Massachusetts, but I'm speaking to you from ABA Tech Show in Chicago today. Uh, We're speaking today with with two guests, Tom Mile, who well-known uh, blogger and uh, lawyer and uh, also one of the organizers of Tech Show, and also David Snow, who is uh, editor, uh, technology editor for Law.com. Uh, David, what about you? What uh, are you seeing as uh, kind of the next frontier in legal technology, if there is one? Well, I think Tom hit it on the head with uh, mentioning Web 2.0. That really is the next frontier. It's already here. It's just starting to really uh, change collaboration and communication quite a bit. A couple other areas within the legal technology realm that it's going to be having an effect are in, um, you know, better-than-ever online CLE, for example, continuing legal education. There's been some mergers lately in that uh, area where the the amount of uh, quality programming and uh you know, take it with you to watch the video later type of stuff is, is going to be growing. Uh, also, law schools are getting into video conference recruiting. Uh, that, that's something business schools have done for a while, but now uh, law schools are going to be sending, uh, you know, students out to, to firms far from where they might normally interview by video conference, and that could uh, be interesting to watch. So, uh, you know, Microsoft.net itself is a big part of that. You know, that's, that's kind of uh, part and parcel of, of Web 2.0. Tom, what do you think is in store for us in the future? What do you see as the next uh, big gadget or the next big piece of software that you think would help lawyers in their practices? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, I, th- I think when we talked earlier about uh, when David talked about the trio, I, I think that that having a, a – I really think that – I've talked with a bunch of people now and, and uh, here today at Tech Show that, based on past years, are using devices like that to keep connected, which I think is a, both a blessing and a curse. Um, it's nice to be able to get my email as long as I know when to turn it off. But, but with that in mind, I think that these connective devices – and, and the more people that use them, I think the better. It's, it, 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 as, as long as they get, uh, I'm looking forward to the next version of the Trio to come out because that should have uh, Wi-Fi access so I can access the Internet on high-speed networks. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that sort of thing because I think that connectivity is something that, uh, that, that lawyers really need to improve on. For those lawyers that know other lawyers that are in the dark age technologically, What's the best advice that you could give those lawyers that don't have a clue about computers? I, I think that the best thing is to keep your is to try and keep yourself educated about these types of things. If you can come to a show like Tech Show, uh, that's the nice thing about a, a show like this is we've got the eight tracks. You may not be able to make it to all 28 sessions today, but you'll get a CD with the presentations. It will let you know what's the latest in every type of legal technology. If you can't afford to come to Tech Show, don't have the time, can't make it for whatever reason, um, you know, subscribe to a magazine like Law Office Computing. Legal Technology News, Law Technology News has got a terrific uh, um, free newspaper that comes out once a month on legal technology issues. Just getting a magazine like PC World or PC Magazine 
and reading it and learning about keeping up with what's there, uh, that's a huge, a huge thing to do. But, but for more importantly is get to the stuff on your own computer, you know, open up Word, open up PowerPoint or Excel or whatever programs you, you usually use, and, and look through, look under the hood, pull down the menus, learn what does this thing do. Uh, that's the easiest way uh, and the best way to learn about it. It, it. Whether you go to a class or not, it's really not going to happen unless you do it yourself. David, what's your advice to technologically inept lawyers? I think the best thing to do is to have a really smart uh, IT person and also uh, a great CIO or CTO at your law firm. If you're solo, take some classes. Um, you can do some of that online. And, uh, you know, it's not that hard. Don't be afraid of it. And uh, as time goes on, more and more of this stuff is going to be packaged together and easier to learn. Um, we talked about the e-discovery, uh, the future of e-discovery, where, you know, all these firms are starting to buy each other, you know, Pretty soon, it's going to be like getting a program from Microsoft, you know, and uh, going online to download something. It's all going to be uh, easier and easier as time goes on. Uh, but, but we'd like to give you a chance to have some final thoughts. Uh, Tom, if we could ask you if you have any final thoughts on this topic you'd like to share. Um, I'll, I'll just be an advocate for Tech Show. If, if you're not in the Chicago area and, and uh, you're interested, come to Tech Show next year. We will be probably in March uh, next year. We're usually uh, always have been in Chicago. Um, it is a terrific way to learn about legal technology all in one place. You will make lots of good friends. The speakers are very accessible. The experts are very accessible. You'll have what, what better place will you have 125 vendors ready to show you what they've got in one place. So uh, take advantage of a situation like this and come to Chicago. David, how about you? Any final thoughts, David? Final, sir. Sure. Hey, I'm glad you have finally arrived. I'm sorry about the <laughs> dropped phone calls. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, just seeing all the, the, uh, the seminars and vendors here. I think it's a terrific show. And, um, you know, I like your show. Good luck with it. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. And that'll wrap it up for Coast to Coast today. Yeah, I, I would just like to echo what Tom said, only because I, I've been going to these shows for a long time, and I, I, I think ABA Tech Show, uh, the two, I say, are the best ones to go to, are ABA Tech Show in Chicago and uh, New York Legal Tech, are the, the two premier legal technology events in the, in the country where you can really figure out what's going on and, and see a lot of the key people uh, in this field and hear, some of the, hear them speak and uh I encourage people to, to make it to one or both of those events. Well, and that's, Bob, that's because you've never been to the Los Angeles Tech Show. That's exactly right. <laughs> so, Tom, uh, what's your contact information? If people have questions for you, how can they get a hold of you other than going to your blog, Interalia? Well, that's the easiest way is just going to www.interalia.net. But if you've got other questions and you don't want to go to the blog, just just write me at tmile, that's T-M-I-G-H-E-L-L, at swbell.net. And, David, what's your contact information? Oh, well, anyone can find me by going to law.com slash tech. That's law.com legal technology. If you're reading the story, you click on the, uh, you know, uh, respond to the editor link, that's me. It'll go to me. That's bsnow at alm.com. Wonderful. Thanks very much. And that'll wrap it up for Coast to Coast. We'll talk to you next week, Bob. All right, Craig. Good talking to you, and uh, talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot. 
Thanks for listening to Coast to Coast with Robert Ambrogi and J. Craig Williams. Coast to Coast has been sponsored by Law.com. We hope you'll listen again and check out our other shows on the Legal Talk Network. The Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast, your resource for the tips and tactical advice you need to grow your business. Plus, keep up with the news and commentary you crave to stay one step ahead. It's hosted by me, Guy Sakalakis. And me, Conrad Song. Every other week, we break down the issues holding back your marketing strategy and talk about the changes you need to be prepared for. Check out the Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.